They said it was forbidden. They said it was dangerous. They were right. Introducing the paranoid American homunculus owner's manual. Dive into the arcane, into the hidden corners of the occult. This isn't just a comic. It's a hidden tome of supernatural power. All original artwork illustrating the groundbreaking research of Juan Ayala, one of the only living homunculologists of our time. Learn how to summon your own homunculus, an enigma wrapped in the fabric of reality itself, their power at your fingertips, their existence, your secret. Explore the mysteries of the Aristotelian, the spiritual, the Paracelsian, the Crowleyan homunculus, ancient knowledge lost to time, now unearthed in this forbidden tale. This comic book holds truths not meant for the light of day, knowledge that was buried, feared, and shunned. Are you ready to uncover the hidden, the paranoid American homunculus owner's manual, not for the faint of heart, available now from Paranoid American. Get your copy at tjojp.com or paranoidamerican.com today. podcast with your host Juan Ayala and welcome back to another episode of the Juan Juan podcast make sure to follow social media at the Juan Juan podcast YouTube TikTok Twitter Instagram all the good stuff patreon.com slash the Juan Juan podcast and today we are joined by deplorable Janet how you doing Janet it's a pleasure to have you on the show I am fantastic, and thank you so much for having me on the show. I really appreciate it. Can you share with the listeners where they can find your work on social media or anything else you want to plug? Absolutely. You can find me on Instagram at Deplorable Janet. You can find me on Twitter at No Janet. That's account number six. Uh, you can find me on Alt Media United and now on Roku TV on the Patriot Podcast Network. And why Deplorable? What was all that about? <laughs> you know, I decided to keep that as my name because... Um, you know, I don't like back during the uh, Trump Hillary election, it seemed like every contributor on mainstream media had names for us. And so it was part of my original name on Twitter that, and every time they would call us a name like deplorable, hillbilly, redneck, rube, cult member, blah, 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 whatever it was, I kept adding those to my Twitter handle. And so Deplorable Janet just kind of stuck. So I've been Deplorable Janet for several years now. And uh, you can also find my show Deplorable Nation on every podcast platform. Yeah. And can you tell the listeners what you talk about on there? I know it's a little bit all over the place. You cover conspiracies. Yeah. I heard you. What was the show that I heard you on? It was a Christian podcast just recently where you talked about, was it Travis, Tavistock, was it? Yeah. The, uh, yeah. I was on... Um, Christian and conspiracy podcast with Josh Monday. And so on my show, I do a lot of medical stuff since I'm a retired nurse and I also taught medical school. So do a lot of health stuff. Um, we do spirituality. Sometimes I do conspiracy. Uh, sometimes we go over things like the psychological experiments that have been conducted on the people. I've done shows on Rome, on Tavistock, on the Catholic Church, you name it. I, I will cover whatever a guest wants to talk about. Well, you're my guest today, so we can talk about whatever you want to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting that Tavistock, right, where I was on a live stream the other night and I brought up, uh, have you ever heard of Wycliffe, where they translate the Bible? No. So it's an organization, and their headquarters is here in Florida. And 
this is a place where they translate the Bible, right? Their, 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 their motto is accelerating translation for the Bible. And every time I drive by this huge building, right, where they're supposed to be translating the Bible, there is always, always, always hundreds and hundreds of vultures on the outside of, in, in the fields. And I'm like, what, you know, vultures, it's not doves or anything, it's vultures. And I'm like, why is there some bad juju going on here? What's, what's happening? <laughs> Cause right. A vulture it makes is you wonder. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a nasty, nasty animal that literally eats carcasses mm -hmm. and there's hundreds of them. Well, and you know, it's funny that you, that you mentioned that because one of the conversations uh, that I've been having a lot lately is why are there so many different Bibles and different translations of Bibles? And some Bibles have, you know, all the books, some Bibles leave out stuff. And, you know, it's, it's interesting to think about a, a corporation, especially if it's a huge building and whatnot, that that's what they do. And then you have the vultures in there. So it kind of makes me think about the Catholic Church yes. and the vultures in the Catholic Church. And I can say that uh, freely because I was raised in Catholic Church, Catholic school. And it wasn't until much later that, you know, finding out exactly what the Catholic Church was all about and the indoctrination and um, the uh, shady things dark things that they're into that they've done throughout history so yeah it's so, interesting that that parallel so i've done an episode on the origins of the king james version and that's something i talk about a lot where a lot of people don't know their history they're mis they're they're either misled or misinformed and i'm not mm -hmm. trying to bash anybody for their beliefs i was born and raised pentecostal christian and i was always born to never question anything right it was always follow 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 this is what you're supposed to do and that's it and when i mm -hmm. started to quote unquote awaken right with the, with this whole podcasting thing listening to tinfoil hat and, and and all these this goodness joe rogan and all these other conspiratorial podcasts that really started to pave the way for me and i started with gnosticism was one of the main things that got me hooked in honestly i think no no Baphomet was the first thing that got me hooked into <laughs> to this whole thing that we don't understand, right? Because you had the church involved in there. Mm -hmm. And I broke down the origins of the King James Version and all the whole thing behind that, where a lot of people don't even know. It's shrouded with Rosicrucian symbolism. And you're using these things and perhaps carrying the intent of the original authors who you don't know what their intentions were with it but you you by using it and participating in this alchemical ritual if you will you're furthering that intention king james being a very questionable figure in history and the bible that is widely used by a lot of different people and then you have mm -hmm. the whole canon versus non-canon which is another conspiracy and right. i looked up here the vulture christianity symbolism and just for shits and gigs and it was vulture spiritual meaning in the bible is of an unclean animal because they feed on the on the corpses and they holy shit these are birds that are linked to the kingdom of death and leaving the bodies in their care was a sign of exclusion from society and god I'm going to get a video of this place. Nice. <laughs> I'm telling you, John, I'm not even, I'm not even, I was driving by with my wife the other day and I was like, there's always, cause I've been kicked out of that area for fishing and their little ponds. And I'm just minding my own business. And I got kicked out, I think once or twice. And every time, every single time, there's just a bunch of vultures and the vulture meaning symbolism is of judgment, shame, and sick spiritual condition. Wow. Well, isn't that nice? So it makes you wonder what actually is going on in this building. Are they really translating the Bible or is there uh, something else nefarious that's going on there? And that's the conspiracy, right? That I think one time I brought up the idea of religion to somebody 
he said we were we were talking about something I forgot on, on a show, and he's like, "Well, do you have evidence?" And I was like, "Well, all the ancient scriptures." He go, "Well, that's the first conspiracy of all. This this thing that you need to follow these doctrines." And don't get me wrong, the whole religion, what I think is it's it's a tool for people. It's a manual on life, and at at its very mm-hmm. core, it's don't be a piece of shit. Right. You know, do do the right thing. Be a good person. And, and a lot, like I mentioned earlier, a lot of people need that guidance. They need that, that, that purpose. They're part mm-hmm. of a congregation. And as social animals that we are, we need, we need that, which I can right. get behind. But now when you have these nefarious characters behind it all, because they, that's, it's the will to power. At the end of the day, it's all about power. Uh, the, these churches and, and these establishments, they don't pay taxes. You know, they mm-hmm. found these loopholes. They write the laws and they've written the code. So they're going to know how to navigate it, you know? Right. And, uh, you know, for me, um, organized religion is a problem in itself because there are so many ritualistic intentions and um, you have to dress a certain way or God doesn't accept you, you know, the whole nine yards, all of it to me um, is clutter. And I'm not saying religion is, I'm not saying God is because I am a firm believer in God, but it's very important if you're spiritual or believe in God in any way, shape or form, if you're going to be part of a church, be part of a church where you can actually have that connection and that, um, spiritual energy if you if you will of god actually in the church with you a lot of people are very turned off by um you know religion as a whole just because of you know the sacrifices and the statues to you know the dark side of things and and stuff like that but if you if you break it down to how can you be a good person um, what can you do to better yourself, uh, to live property, to live like the vessel that you were created to be and whatever that encompasses for you as a person, you know, and like you said, just don't be a bad person. But I think every person on the planet has room to improve. And I think that's where the spirituality comes in for a lot of people. They may not be at the point where they believe in God yet, but they believe in a higher power and they believe in trying to change themselves for the better. That's where I stand as far as all the years that I spent in the church Mm -hmm. and just being raised. That's where I stand now where, right. The church is a brokered experience. You can only achieve Mm -hmm. divinity through us. And that's why they killed all the Gnostics and they killed all the hair. They ruled it heresy because it went against the narrative of, no, you need to pay your tithings. You need to come here. You need to be here mm-hmm. present because they want your energy, right? They want that energy because right. there's an, there's that alchemical aspect of it as well. And there's this book, The Crowd by Gustave Le Bon, where he, a book written in the 1800, late 1800s, where he gets into the psychology behind crowds, where a, a mm-hmm. congregation of people, a group of people becomes its own living entity. And right. that group is only as smart as, unfortunately, the dumbest person in that group. So mm-hmm. you have you have this monkey see, monkey do going on where, okay, well, they're going with it. And, and you know all the people who are just, and don't get me wrong, right? I have kids. And one of the questions that somebody came that asked me, they were like, oh, so what are you going to do? Right? You, you talk about all these things and, and, and you constantly I research all these things and and you know, the the rabbit holes that you can go down that are very dark and can literally drive you insane. And I said, well, I'm going to pass the tradition on. Okay. I'm going to pass the tradition on and teach him about Noah and teach him about Moses and all this stuff. But when he gets to the age where he starts to question, Mm -hmm. okay, I'm going to guide him how they didn't do for me where I was told, no, 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 no. Don't look into that. And I I'm still told don't look into that. Well, it's like, Mm -hmm. but why? Because again, it paints that it shifts that paradigm that you're give that you're indoctrinated with 
all your life. And that's what they don't want. They don't want you thinking for yourself. They want you to have to rely on this establishment. And again, there's nothing wrong with that, but that sounds like a cult. I mean, that's, that's, Mm -hmm. that's all it really is. And you mentioned the weird rituals that the, like, what is it? The Catholic, the Roman Catholic. Yeah. The Catholic church. (laughs) It's weird. It's weird. They're, they're so shady, but you know, um, the good thing is that you are giving guidance where guidance was never given uh, to either one of us because I didn't have it either because growing up in the Catholic Church, it was uh, don't question. Um, and as the priest of the church, you know, you can go out and drink and get hammered and smash the parish car while you're preaching to your congregation, don't do things like that. Um, you can't raise questions. And that's the problem that a lot of people I think have um, with religion. But if you think about um, there being a, a manipulation of the Bible or manipulation of God's word to twist it to whatever the you know, ruling elite or whatever you want to call them, Illuminati class, whatever it may be. Um, And it kind of ties in with the Tavistock Institute where that is their main goal and main focus is um, propaganda and demonizing whoever has a differing opinion. I mean, look at all of the things that are going on in the mainstream media today and they and they have to put that propaganda and the fear porn and all of that in there so it's the same thing with church if you question they will demonize you and make you feel like a second class citizen or a diseased person or or you know whatever the case may be because they don't want you to have the knowledge and have that power because they want to keep that for themselves. And you mentioned earlier, they gave these names to us. what do you mean by that? When, when Trump was in office, right? It was like Q and on and all this shit. It, well, yeah. And, you know, politicians or the news media, because a lot of the names that, you know, we were that normal everyday people were being called um, came from the mainstream media you know, hillbilly redneck rube that came from a contributor on CNN, somebody on MSNBC as well. And it's one of those things where the media is so tied in to the Tavistock Institute and the control that they have over everything where they tell the media what to, what to say. And like I said, Tavistock was founded on how they can break down a a population. It started with the soldiers. And so it it morphed into uh, a propaganda wing and then uh, specialty in demonizing certain groups, um, certain people. So people with different political opinions, people with different religious beliefs, um, straight white men, white people in general, you know, whatever the case may be, there's always got to be, according to them, a demonization of somebody or some group to further whatever their agenda is and their power is, and to also keep that fear instilled. So it's easier to control, you know, small groups of people than it is to control a mass of people at one time. So that's why they do it. Yeah. And I've always said, I said, if even within organized religion, you have denominations, so they can't even come up with with a a correct thing for themselves. They can't even think on the same page. Mm -hmm. And the whole thing that bothers me, it's like, oh, well, this is the way this is the right one. I go, I did an episode with Esoteric Eddie on his book, The Lucifer Mystery Unveiled, where the Lucifer character is just misconstrued since the beginning of time and they just needed a a scapegoat right Uh, yeah and you know with the different sects of of church and the different belief systems and 
things of that nature. For me, especially since I'm not a huge believer um, in the organized religion, I like non-denominational churches where you just go to worship. And it's not, you know, line by line scripture. It's, you know, they may have a passage here and there throughout the sermon, but it's like these, this is how it relates to your life. This is how it relates to being a better person. You know, it's not passing judgment on you or, or anything like that. So for anybody that's lost and looking for a path, um, especially in the religious community, non-denominational churches are always fantastic. And you are correct about the Lucifer thing. My husband and I just had this very in-depth conversation about that yesterday morning because there's a, um, a Bible uh, comparison translator, if you will, out there where, you know, if you're reading a certain type of Bible, like a women's study Bible or, or whatnot, if you take a certain passage and, and put it in this, it will show you every Bible and every wording from that passage in those. And they're all different. And only a very select few even mentioned Lucifer as being the devil. Mm -hmm. And so I, I think a lot of people are not aware of that. I wasn't aware of that, like at all. He was telling me this yesterday morning, and I was like, huh? Yeah, Lucifer was a saint. <laughs> yeah. He was a saint that was talking against the church. Yeah. And he, again, they demonize these people that go against mm -hmm the mainstream era, the, the, at right. that time being the church. Right. And I've had Joseph, Dr. Joseph B. Lumpkin on the show a long time ago, over two years ago. And this is a guy who's written extensively on, on the church and he's has encyclopedias of rejected scripture. So it's a guy who knows his way around the Bible and mm -hmm. we were going at it, going back and forth and, he tried to correct me on something. I was like, well, the original translation was, I forgot what I said. He's like, no, 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 no. The original translation was, I think it was Greek. And I was like, well, you're just proving right. my point that they've translated this since the beginning of time. And who's to say if I'm part of this organization, like the Dead Sea Scrolls and the Nag Hammadi Library that were withheld from the public from translation for over 30 years, who's to say, and then who's the one that trans? Oh, Catholic priests. Well, mm -hmm. that seems a bit biased to me where, oh, this word says this. Mm, let me just scribble this out in here and put this other thing to fit the narrative. Right. And think about this, too. Like if you use um, Google Translate or Babel or, you know, whatever translation source there is out there. And if you put the same word into <laughs> all of these different things how many times, and I don't know if you've ever used that or not, but it, there are so many times where it comes up, um, the exact word can't be translated. I've never <clears> had <throat> to translate anything like that. Well, that's interesting. Yeah, and it, and it does. It comes up like that a lot. Like um, somebody sends you a message and say like French or something, and you're trying to translate it. And it will be like, well, there's no identical match mm. because this word doesn't exist like in the English language, you know? So think about that because how many times, you know, if it's written in Aramaic or some, you know, ancient language or whatnot, how many people have the knowledge to know exactly what was meant way back when it was written? They don't. <laughs> exactly. And my favorite part is, because I have people who are religious in my family, right? Especially my grandma and my grandpa, which I was raised by them. So I had to go to, I had to go to church. It was, right. I don't ever remember a time in my life where I wanted to go to church <laughs> and that the, what was it? Yes. Oh, the, the very convenient thing is, well, I don't understand this part of, well, just pray and ask God for guidance. Well, that's very convenient. So when it doesn't make sense, you have to ask this higher power, this omnipotent metaphysical entity that 
you can't, you know, you have to know he's talking to you. Well, that doesn't make any sense to me. And not saying I don't believe in God. I do believe in a higher power. I just don't subscribe mm -hmm. to the names that they give to this entity. Right. Right? Right. I don't think it's some old man with a long beard up in heaven, you know, looking down at you, making sure you don't masturbate or something. You know, like, that's what it's all about. Oh, you can't, you can't do that. You can't. It's like, no, it's, it's, I don't think it's about that. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, like you said, there's a lot of people that are with you on that and they have a really hard time um, believing in, quote, God per se, you know, because and think of think of the stereotype uh, that God was given. OK, he most of the pictures out there, he's, you know, a white man with brown hair. OK. If you were to actually believe the Bible and follow the Bible, then he was Middle Eastern. Mm -hmm. And so the um, the depiction of him and a lot of, you know, pictures and things like that don't actually match with, you know, this the story of God in the first place. And so that also was created by man. It's our vision, you know, somebody's vision of what they said he was, you know, he's got blue eyes in this photo and brown hair, you know, what are there so many different ones out there? But that again is, is manipulation by somebody because they created an image that may or may not even be close to the truth. And people have a hard time picturing a man with a beard sitting on a throne in the clouds. But there again, that's an illustration or depiction of what somebody's, told people throughout someone's grandma the came up with that yeah <laughs> someone's grandma came up with that description because mm -hmm. even in the bible right Moses, it was nasa it was nasa <laughs> pro probably because even in the bible it says moses what was it moses he's like show me your face he's like you can't see my i'm, I'm gonna show you my ass but you can't see my face you had to see him turned around because he was just so glorious so how do we even know what he even looked like but you have yeah. As humans, as human beings, and my friend Jeffrey says, we are humans being, right? Human beings, we're human beings. And he says, I forgot what I was going to say. Uh, as humans, we have to androgenize everything, mm -hmm. everything. The Holy right. Trinity actually came from Hindu mythology. They have their own trinity where their God is the destroyer, the creator, and I forgot what the third one was, but the, the, the maintainer pretty much of, of this. And he didn't create the universe. He only, how the, uh, the Platonists talk, uh, they're emanationists. So from the center, the one, the source emanates reality. So he doesn't create reality. He's, it's only a reflection of himself. But then mm -hmm. that brings the question of, then who made him? <laughs> you know, like, who made God? How does... I've heard Alex Jones say God doesn't even know who God is. It's like, you know, it's very, it's very hard to wrap your mind around that. But when it starts to get into this whole, the whole thing that bothers me is the whole establishment. Like you look at the Vatican, it's got its own zip code. It's its own city. It's mm -hmm. got its own, it probably has its own fire department. How is, how is that? <laughs> how is that? Okay. How, you know, like, how is that? Why do people fall for this shit? Well, it's not because if you think about it in the terms that it's like its own kingdom, right? Um, and the Pope is the highest in the land and everyone is supposed to bow at his feet. Um, that to me is a false idol. That's yeah. worshiping a false idol because um, even though I was raised in the Catholic church, I'm sorry to say this. Hope I don't, piss off any listeners but <laughs> um he is literal satan to me he is the most evil person you know and and the things that he has said here in the last couple of years i'm like okay that goes against everything what literally that i believe in like you should run out and get the vaccination whether it contains um, fetal tissue or not, 
aborted fetal tissue, you should just do it. Um, no, because if you if you have very strong beliefs, you know where you don't believe in abortion, then then he's telling you to give up your your morals and values and to do something that you don't believe in. Or, you know, we're going to change um, the way we look at marriage or, you know, whatever the case may be. And so he's kind of going against everything that's ever been taught in the church, which I, I could care less one way or another, you know, what people do in, in their private lives. That's That's their thing. Um, but I just think that if for him to come out and tell you to give up everything that you believe in, everything that you've ever been instructed or taught, because he said so, like he is the supreme ruler and the, you know, the supreme almighty, I have a huge problem with that. And I have a huge problem with, you know, uh, so many Christians around the world that, that, basically worship him like he is the creator and he's not he's just a man it's funny all the years i grew up in the church they always talked about how they were worshiping false idols but i'm like wait mm -hmm. a minute didn't catholicism come first before Christ yeah but martin luther came out and he understood that they were doing it all wrong well it sounds like a power grab to me where Maybe in their own establishment, they saw people, oh, look, they're making a bunch of money from this. And I literally just got off a podcast with a creator of a cult that he made. He The subgenius is this parody religion that is built upon the ideologies of organized religion. And they made their own thing in order to make fun of it. Mm -hmm. But their, all their doctrines is, is about being your own person, following your right. own path, doing what you feel is right. And... This is something I talk about a lot and I respect everyone's views as long as you don't try and push your views on other people and you can right. practice whatever you want. You can worship a toaster for all I care as long as you don't <laughs> hurt yourself or hurt others because right. that's where I draw the line. If you start hurting people, right, how we hear about all these priests that they relocate them, there's no, there's, mm -hmm. they're above the law. They relocate them yep. after doing these horrible things to children right children being the most pure individuals on the face of this earth until a certain age where they start to get indoctrinated and they start to find their own identity and and start believing a lot of the things that but then you have radical parents too that's another problem mm -hmm. where they just push these beliefs and brainwash these children into believing everything just because they believe it no no you need to believe you need to follow in our footsteps and i think that's also a problem as well and I agree with you wholeheartedly on that because every person is individual and everybody has their own um, strengths, their own weaknesses, uh, things that they're called to do. And that may go against whatever your parents believe. I, I'm a case in point of that. My parents are couldn't be further from you know, they're so opposite of me. And it, it's one of those things where it destroys relationships because when, um, you know, when that child gets older and they have the ability to creatively think and uh, to educate themselves on, on, you know, everything that they've ever been told, you know, that can cause a huge riff in families. And I think since we are so individualistic, uh, that's the way we should raise our kids to be. You know, I want, I'm going to show you how to critically think and I want you to come up to be who you are. And that's exactly the way that I raised my daughter because, you know, we don't have to believe the same things. Yeah. We're all, we're all ideas or, mm -hmm. and, and, how Plato talked about the theory of forms where ideas are on this higher level of dimension, this other dimension. And I think for one, one of my beliefs is that consciousness and ideas are, are only broadcasted to the brain. 
Mm-hmm. I don't think we come up with consciousness and all these things. Cause whenever you get an idea, you're like, Oh, I, I just got an idea. Well, where the fuck did that come from? And did you connect <laughs> it to, but you know, what I mean? like you can, it's like this <laughs> metaphysical thing, which is what the ancients were talking about. And, and mm-hmm. the craziest thing is, you know, I'm real deep in Pythagoras where, and, and all these, you know, Hellenistic uh, philosophers, they still believed in God. They still believed in a source. They didn't name it. They just literally called him the one, you know, he, the one, the source, the the center of everything. Mm-hmm. And then how do you take that and you androgenize it and you get the church and you put all this stuff on it? It's just cut to, to, and then you get the, the, the evil side, right? Cause all growing up all throughout life, it was the little angel and the little devil on one side. And that only represents, we all have dualities within us within ourselves that that we are good and we are bad and depending Mm -hmm. on which path you let take over that's on you that's on the individual person if you want to be a piece of shit that's on you Mm -hmm. you know and i think yeah i think as a parent right i i i'm 100 percent on board with you where you make sure that they grow up to be their own individual don't pressure them but then how you have school the school system is one especially now right. it's all fucked up where they're teaching kids to to uh, the latest is like oh well if you feel uh, uh, here and nothing against the lgbtq community but uh, it was here in florida there was a teacher that was telling a kid like hey if you feel a certain way don't tell your parents about it it's okay you can tell us it's like wait a minute you're interfering in and I've right. learned one thing from being a parent is don't tell anybody else how to raise their kids. It's like having a podcast. You don't tell anybody how to run their podcast. You don't tell anybody <laughs> how to raise their kids. But you have these lizards who are doing this shit. And they're right. brainwashing these poor children which are, who are already right. lost because they're just trying to discover themselves. Yeah. And the my least favorite thing uh, is all of the agendas in schools now to... Uh, tell kids that they're not boys or girls, you know, and make them use pronouns and things like that. I'm sorry, but kids, especially younger kids, they do not have stuff figured out. Even kids who graduate from high school don't have stuff figured out. And the, and that goes not only with, you know, what do you want to do when you grow up? But also, who do you want to be when you grow up? What kind of person do you want to be? But it's so crammed in their little brains right now where, you know, you have to be basically transgender to fit in. (laughs) Because that's a demonization of, of straight people. It's, here's the thing, Janet. Uh, What did I call it the other day? Being suppressed in this society today is a commodity. Mm-hmm. Wanting to be depressed. You've seen it right? where, where, where all these narratives come out and then a group of people come out and say, oh, well, our people from this time were, why, we're all humans. Why does it matter? Mm-hmm. That's another thing, religion. And, and I had a friend of mine bring up a, an interesting take on borders. And I've always said animals don't give a fuck about borders because we put those lines there. We put those imaginary lines on these imaginary maps. And mm-hmm. this is this country, like right now, Russia and Ukraine. They're trying to invade. Well, what does it matter? It's all one planet. If you look at it from, from the top of space, you don't see lines. And But again, it's got to do with alchemical intentions of these people. I truly believe that these people... And by these people, I mean the reptilian overlords, that they're actually reptiles, I don't know, the archons, whatever you want to call them. Mm-hmm. They worship lower vibrational entities, right? And they're in contact and they're telling right. them what to do. That's the whole Baphomet thing. And the borders of our states, and for those that don't know, our founding fathers were occultists. They were part of secret societies. Mm-hmm. And even at the signing of the Declaration of Independence, they had a paranormal experience. There was a shadow person in that room that they that motivated them to sign because they knew they were signing their death warrant if it went AWOL. Mm -hmm. And there was this mysterious figure that they don't know how he got in because it was all secured around this perimeter. 
And there was a guy who I, you see in the movies that when they give that that speech to rile everybody up, like, yeah, let's get them. And then the, there was a guy that they were, oh, well, I'm scared to sign it. All the founding, I'm scared to sign it. And there was a guy in the back. They were like, no, we got to do this. And yeah, fuck yeah. And they all, and they all signed it. And then after the fact, they were like, hey, wh- where's homeboy? Well, I thought that was you. No, nah, I thought that was you. No, no. It was this shadow person that just came out of nowhere and motivated them to to sign. Well, and that would make total sense, especially if you're thinking about, um, like you said, with the borders, because there again, you have to have fear and propaganda. These other humans are going to invade your territory. These other humans are going to invade your country or your space or, you know, whatever it is. And they must be bad people if they're, you know, coming or, you know, whatever the case may be. And they do live on negative energy. And so to me, we are very high energy beings anyway. That's why walking in the grass grounds you and and things of that nature. Um, So when you get a population where you can control them through whatever means of fear works best. That's why they have all of the AI technology now where they can tell how you're going to react to a social media post or, you know, a newspaper article or whatever the case may be. Um, They can create more and more fear and discontent, um, loathing for other, you know, groups or populations or religions or whatever the case may be because they feed on that and so when whatever they can do to interfere um with our high vibration or our high energy levels um and and it when they can instill that it leads to depression anxiety anger issues mood just pump problems. You full of chemicals then yeah yeah and so it's like a never-ending um, vicious cycle that they put us through. And some people don't realize that. That's like for me personally, I never do any social media in the mornings ever because I don't want that to set the tone for my day. Mm. Um, I want to wake up and keep my vibration as high as it can be, but there are a lot of people that that's literally all they do all day long is see who liked something, see who posted something and they're seeking positive reinforcement from, from other people. You don't need that because if you believe in yourself and you know that you are awesome, you don't need other people to tell you that or to to like you or whatever if you're a good person it's going to show through and you know clicks or likes or whatever should not make a difference yeah it shouldn't change you and I, i've been there all right I'm, I'm a cog in the system i think we've all been mm-hmm. there where we love the the shot of dopamine that we get from oh i got a bunch of downloads on the podcast episode this was mm-hmm. fucking awesome and, but again, that's that's how society has molded us to be with all these right. instruments that they put in front of us. And what I meant to say earlier about the borders was the borders are laid out in a certain way where the conjunctions of the borders form an al- alchemical signs and symbols. And mm-hmm. I'm real big on symbolism because symbols are the language to the soul, the subliminal programming that they use on us today. You have the two-party system, the red and the blue. You have right. the the Democrats and the Republicans. And then you have every now and again sprinkled in the Libertarian Party and whoever, the Tea Party or whoever the fuck else the other ones are because we don't know who they are. And they say that we're in a multi-party society or, or democracy, but you always see the same two entities present, which people, again, they worship. They right. worship these people in power. And I, all sidles. Yes. And I told, I had a phone call over my friend today. He's like, wow, did you think it was going to take this long for Biden to fuck the country up? And I go, dude, no, 
but I they're all they all play for the same party. So exactly. while you're calling this guy names, okay, maybe the same thing could have happened under Trump. Who the fuck knows? We're not ever gonna know, but it's right according to plan where mm-hmm. they want you to demonize that one person. So that way they can put in a savior after the fact and go, Hey, right. It's going to be different with this guy. Remember what happened with this, these other guys last time, they're just playing this game of monopoly with you mentally. But at the end of the day, it's about keeping you in that state of fear so they can pump. Mm-hmm. My dad has MS. He just recently had a heart attack. The dude is a walking pharmacy. He's diabetic as well. He's a walking pharmacy. He's on a trip right now. And I went to his house the other day to, to ship him some medicine because he was running out. And I opened up his drawers and I'm on the phone with my stepmom and I go, I said, what the fuck, man? Like, oh, yeah, make sure it's this, this and this is just pill after pill after pill. And I go, fuck, like, this is so much stuff. His MS medicine is $30,000 a month for a 30 day mm-hmm. supply for the rest. Yeah, of Yeah, it's life. really expensive. It's disgusting. But that's but that's another system of fear because um people go to the doctor for a quote checkup um don't have any symptoms nothing wrong with them but they go in and they get their blood tested oh well geez you're diabetic uh you know uh you're gonna go blind and you're gonna lose your limbs and you know all this if you don't take these medications or Oh, well, yeesh, your cholesterol is high. So you're definitely going to have a heart attack or stroke or, you know, whatever. And that's another fear porn system where they, it's so easy to rope people into taking these medications. And then they put you in that chronic loop where you have to take these medications, and then it causes a side effect. So then they give you a, a different medication to take. Um, and then that causes a side effect and it's, it's like this continual thing where they want to keep you well enough so that you don't die, but sick enough so that you always need them and always need to spend money in their system. And that's, you know, the, the fear, fear porn with that is, is insane because we were given, you know, the tools on earth through, you know, plant life and, and things of that nature to actually fix ourselves without the synthetic medications that they create. And I've been there. I've, it's amazing, right? Because the ancients, they heal themselves with vibrations and medicinal Mm -hmm. things that are natural because how you said Mm -hmm. nature, right? God is this great giving entity and he put the tools on earth in order for you to sustain yourself. As long as you, we're able to connect the dots because it's all alchemy. It's all about connecting the right thing in order to turn from lead into gold, right? That's what it's all about. Right. Right. That applies to everything. We're all chemicals. We're all electrical impulses in our body and everything, how everything works. Now, I, I, for one, again, being part of the system was spraying for weeds in my yard, right? Because association, you have to have a good lawn and you got to keep it up and, (laughs) <laughs> Got to make sure it looks good. Can't have any Gotta weeds keep in keep up with the Joneses. Yeah. And so I was looking at certain weeds that were growing. I'm in Florida that were growing. And I was like, how do I kill this weed? It keeps coming back. So let me see what chemical I can spray on it. Right. I know it's horrible. I can spray on it to kill it. So along my research, again, because not a lot of people know and look into things how they should. Coming to find out one of the things I was killing that grows from the ground, that grows from nature, it's used to, the plant was one of the ones that's like hugely used to treat kidney stones Mm -hmm. and it's growing in my fucking grass. And here I am all brainwashed. I got to have this beautiful lawn to compete with the neighbor next door. Let me spray it. Something medicinal that was given to us from from nature like the, mm-hmm. it, it's it's crazy but again that's that same mentality of no you need to do this because because why well because we said so well right no you know it's do as i say not as i do how you said the, the the pastor will go out get drunk and then be up in the morning giving a sermon 
talking about <laughs> talking about the Bible and how you should be a good person. It's like, wait, weren't you just, weren't you? I always had, I've always, I always, when I was a kid, I would always, when I go, and I wonder if, if when the pastor hits his toe or something, if he just yells, fuck, just real loud, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Right, because that. they're human. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah, and that's one of those things because our our priest really did do that. He he got hammered on St. Patrick's Day, wow. and he they had bought him a new Cadillac, and he crashed it. Whoa! And then that next day, the sermon was all about <laughs> uh, how you should not do things to excess. <laughs> And, you know, you should not drink and all this other stuff. And I'm like, whoa, like what happened yesterday? Now refresh my memory again. I know it's been 24 hours, but what happened? Oh, yeah, you wrecked the car while you were drunk. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. That's that's amazing. I was on the phone the other day and while I was walking, I stubbed my toe. And I was talking about like you know that <laughs> the pain <laughs> they said are you pooping <laughs> yeah, they're like you're all right i just hit my toe man so i always wondered if 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 you know the pastor would drop an f-bomb or something because again like i said they're they're humans but they are deified right these certain the hierarchy that effect that it has on the human psyche mm-hmm. and even money it's a simulacra it's a it's an empty symbol backed by nothing because the gold standard was taken out in the 70s so it's literally mm-hmm. this piece of paper that rules everyone's lives. And I said, what if we came together and we just said, fuck this, you know, right. fuck it. Let's just not follow the rules. It's not, and I'm not inciting for war or violence or anything, but again, to open up people's minds and, and understand and what's really going on. You're, you're so right about that. Like the last guest that I had on, we talked about agorism Um, which is basically just creating, you know, little community societies where you trade goods and services. You know, if you, if you can make bread, that's great. Uh, if you can build something, that's wonderful. If you can make, uh, medications, that's awesome too. And everybody just contributes and stays out of, you know, that mainstream, you know, uh, capitalistic society where it's literally means nothing so yeah we're just another another number in the system we're just another paycheck yeah and you know i'm one of those people like if somebody helps me do something uh i will send them stuff that i made like I make my own spices and stuff i'll send somebody a goodie box or whatever i may not pay you in money for what you did for me, but I'm going to pay you in another way. Mm-hmm. And I, I like that idea. I like that, that freedom to make that choice because our money is worth nothing. It means nothing, you know, and I, I personally like uh, simple stuff. I like the simple life and I don't subscribe to, um, I guess you could say I live in my own little bubble, my own, <laughs> my own little world. I don't let the outside world influence um, my life and my happiness. We, I, we don't have drama here. Um, we don't do any of that stuff. And so as long as you're paying attention, you know, to, to your life and to your household, you're so much happier because you don't have all that outside negativity and influence to you know disparage your family or bring you down or you know whatever if you just live it in your own reality in your own little world so i guess that's what we do here yeah and remember ladies and gentlemen happy wife happy life so that also Mm -hmm. plays a a role in in how you live your life (laughs) don't make me stab you yeah so and you know that's the reason why I started podcasting because I wanted to talk about things that I liked that I wasn't hearing on Mm -hmm. other places in other places and just to bring awareness to other people to, to wake, wake up. 
I mean, that, that, mm-hmm. that's what it's all about, right? We're all Neo in the Matrix. I said to somebody, that we're, we're all Neo in the Matrix. And they're like, no, we're not. And I'm like, well, I mean, I think we can all relate because we're all, you know, most of us are still asleep in those pods and trying to break out and figure this out. But I guess some people just don't like hearing analogies of their life in movies. I don't know what it was, but I... I think that's what we're achieving to do, right? With the things that we talk about and the things that we do. Mm -hmm. And when it comes to health, another thing is it's not just what you eat or like how much you exercise. It's what you intake. And that, that, and I, I'm going to probably start doing what you said, where you don't look at social media for what time do you get on social media after the morning? Not until late in the afternoon. And if I do, it's a very small burst at a time. So it may be two minutes here five minutes another time and that's literally what I do and there's some days I don't get on at all because it keeps my mind clear and it keeps my focus on other things that I want to do you know like being creative making things you know um, helping someone whatever the case may be and and I like that because it it makes me more focused on things that I'm doing Reminds me of the Stoics that would strip themselves of everything and live a, a, a carefree life. Mm-hmm. And they saw the universe as just something that happens. And we have these people who are so wrapped up on trying to control everything. Mm-hmm. They want to micromanage everything. They want to, you know, the government's doing this. Well, listen, dude, uh, I've been on this whole trip of, uh, lately, I've done like two or three episodes. I did one with Owen Hunt uh, the other night where it was about, I'm not real big on the whole, how do I say this? I guess I am kind of spiritual, but it's like more conspirituality type of thing. Mm-hmm. But I've been on this kick of, you know, taking taking control of your own life and manifesting your own reality because how little kids, right? My, my son thinks he's Optimus Prime. Luckily, he's one of the good guys. But you see children, right? They're so innocent. They create their own realities. And that's mm-hmm. that happens on a grander scale, right? As above, so below. That happens on a grander scale where grown-ass human beings are creating this fear porn, how you said, and they're drinking from the haterade, and they're just right. putting themselves in these positions of lower vibrational fear all the time. There's people who still wear masks. We're still doing this shit, man. We're still in this whole narrative i thought that was gone bro now we're going to world war three that's the new narrative we're you know the bad guys are now overseas and and now we got to make sure we're, we're patriots and all this stuff and there was a meme that i shared I go well all the vaccinated better start heading over because the unvaccinated can't travel <laughs> <laughs> exactly i like that idea <laughs> line them up because they're the ones that wanted it you know and and i just really hope because a lot of my family has gotten the the clot shot I, I just really hope that you know 10 five years from now 10 years from now whatever it may be you don't have you know those mesothelioma mm-hmm. commercials, commercials on tv if you got the <laughs> shot blah blah blah, and oh, you're entitled to compensate yeah that'd be horrible because again we're conspiracy theorists until we're not and they want to demonize us until we get everything right and then when we get stuff right no 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 it's the dynamic has changed and then something else comes and but nine times out of ten i think we've hit the nail on the head right off the bat like i heard alex jones today be like mm-hmm. hey you know at the first or alex jones is funny but i heard him say today he's like right off the bat we're right about things and i go well he's he's probably controlled opposition but he's got a fucking point I mean, the guy mm-hmm. the guy's entertaining and you just take everything I, I like i'm a centralist type of person i like to look at things from multiple angles Right. So yeah, I'll listen to Alex Jones for certain things, but then I'll go and watch to see what the mainstream is saying. Oh, but they're painting a whole different picture. But just sit, analyze, look at it f- with an open mind and un and it's hard, unindoctrinated mind to where you can make rational decisions for you, yourself, and how you said your family, right? As long as you take care mm-hmm. of your family, fuck the outside world and, and, and whatever happens and whatever people say about you and whatever they want to do is is they will continue to do what they want to do at the end of the day, that being the lizards. And yeah, I, I think people need to start. I think people are waking up little by little. 
but I think we're going to get this big push of people. They're just going to get tired of this shit. They're going to be like, you know mm-hmm. what? They're, they drag, because if you think about it, they drag us into wars that we don't want anything to do with. Right. And that sh- we really shouldn't have anything to do with. Mm-hmm. You know, it, to me, it's like um, a nosy neighbor. <laughs> You've always got to uh, peek over your neighbor's fence and see what they're doing and uh, be all up in their business and who's over at their house or whatever. That is literally us all of the time, you know, and, and the government is that way with us. They're, they're constantly in our business. Uh, Karen's looking over the wall, wanting to know, you know, what I'm doing, who I'm talking to, what I'm posting on social media, you know, whatever the case may be. And I think it's so important for people to have, complete and total discernment Um, like you looking at both sides of things a lot of people don't Um, they live in an echo chamber their beliefs are their beliefs they're not open to the other side of things but hearing both sides or hearing a different opinion on something gives you the power of discernment and control over your life that you can choose to believe this or you can choose to believe that you shouldn't nobody should ever be so one-sided in their in their opinion on something that they shut everyone else out because that's not a good way to be a human being I love every human being and tell you're crappy with me Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying and so it's important for us to to think about and to learn from other people. And just like you starting the podcast, a lot of us were called to do that. You know, it's just like, who I really want to do this. I need to do this. It's therapeutic. Um, it's also a learning tool, not just for you while you're researching, but you're you're helping other people form opinions when you're sharing information with them. Doesn't mean we all have to agree, um, but if we try to get along with everybody and try to see everyone's point of view, then there wouldn't be that fear porn and the need to hate groups. You know what I mean? Yes, that was beautifully said. And and how I always tell people, you know, just make the place, make the world a better place than how you found it. You know, mm-hmm. spread love, positivity, and I've been working on that having a better attitude towards things towards your spouse or towards your family or towards your children mm-hmm. and just being positive. Cause again, you create and manifest your own reality. And right. sometimes we talk about all these things like mind over matter, but we don't practice them, you know, and, and it's kind of hypocritical in a way, but I've been trying to actually practice what you preach, if you will, mm-hmm. like practice these positive vibes and, 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 have fun while you're at it. You know, this is what it's all about, especially podcasting. It's fun. How you said it's therapeutic, <clears throat> spread a good message. You're not a neo-Nazi or anything like that. You know, you're, you're, <laughs> you're spreading positivity instead of, of, you know, cause we're languages, you know, spelling, it's casting spells in a way, law right. of attraction. And what you say is very powerful. And you have to understand that if you, I'm very careful with what I say with certain things. Cause you can, uh, potentially invite something that you don't want into your life by you saying something. Amen to that. And you know, for me, one of the most um, powerful things to help me like heal and move forward um, in my journey or my destination is gratitude. Uh, g- being grateful for the day, being grateful for, you know, the health, happiness and safety of my family and my friends and, you know, my loved ones or, you know, thankful for a roof over my head and, and clothes on my back, food in my stomach, thankful for everything good or bad that has happened in life. Because if you are willing, everything that happens to you is a learning lesson. And so even the, even the bad things or the negative things that have happened teach you how to move forward from that in the future. And, you know, whether it's a relationship or friendships with people, um, things are in our life. 
in a particular order when they're supposed to be and when we need them the most. So even that, you know, bad relationship or whatever is a stepping stone to a better path and a more uh, fruitful path for your future if you choose to look at things in that nature. Yes, it's all about how you perceive things and and mm-hmm. take them in. And again, what you put out is what you put in is what you're going to get put out. So, so you know, you have to be good, do good, and hope, hopefully, right, the outcome is is good goodness. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Janet, I wish we had more time. Unfortunately, I have to hop on another show. I, I love this conversation. I'm going to name it Fear Porn. So nice. a little clickbaity there because I think we touched on the whole organized religion and, and, and just how they misconstrue things and they make you think a certain way, again, through control, through domination, through uh, false idols as well. Mm-hmm. And I would love to con- continue the conversation some other time. I'd love to have you back on. Absolutely. I had, Absolutely. A, I had a great time. Can you share with the listeners uh, one more time where they can find your work and where they can link sure. up with you? Absolutely. A uh, podcast is called Deplorable Nation. It is on every podcast platform, plus Alt Media United, Actual Activists, with an S on the end, dot com. You can find me on Roku TV at the Patriot Podcast Network. Just search for the channel and add it. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Deplorable Janet or on Twitter at No Janet, K-N-O-W. Amazing. You were great, Janet. I really appreciate you coming on. I had a lot of fun and hopefully I'll see you soon again. And thank you again for having me. It was an honor. Thank you. Nice buns, soft, fluffy, and ultra low net carbs. Discover Hero Bread, the delicious ultra low net carb bread with incredible taste and texture. Hero Bread has zero grams of sugar and is under 100 calories per serving. Plus, high in fiber with 5 to 10 grams of protein per serving. Order from Hero.co now and get 10% off your first purchase with promo code AH10. That's 10% off with code AH10. H-E-R-O dot C-O.